get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Well, I tell you one thing, it's it's becoming a little bit sleepy and sloppy and uh, for the St. Louis Blues, a couple turnovers there, it's going to cost them at some point. And, and again, I come back to the message on the bench where Craig Berube, Steve Ott, the leaders in this room have got to step it up and pick it up. And boy, another shot right there from, uh, from Anaheim right in front of Jordan Bennington. That was Joey Vitale on the broadcast last night. That was about midway through the third period. Not more than two minutes later, Jr. The Blues turned it on. Ryan O'Reilly draws the penalty. They end up scoring on the power play. They go up three to one. That was basically the the end of the game. That was the game winning goal there. Joey Vitale, Blues analyst for 101 ESPN, joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Joey, you know, Tony Romo gets all the credit for being Nostradamus over on the football side of things. I, I think you deserve a little bit more credit for that on the hockey side of things, my man. Hey, what's the old what's the old saying about the uh, the blind chipmunk? Something about him finding like a, a plum every now and then. I don't know something along those lines. Hey, uh, every now and then you get lucky. But uh, I tell you what, it's uh, it was a fun game. Boy, I sounded like crap. I apologize. These late games, guys. I know they're tough for the fans. It's tough for me and Curb sometimes too. As I was getting a little, I I, I sense myself drowsing off as I was saying that uh, these lanes, these games are getting a. Uh, Getting a little bit long, but at any rate, BK certainly good talking to you and and Jr. on on the call here today. Boy, slim pickings today, eh, BK. <laughs> Super slim pickings. They went to the bullpen. And everybody's been used this week. So, <laughs> hey, Joey, I got to tell you, I've been looking forward to this because uh, usually I'm in the car listening to your hits, and uh, you know I'll have my eight year old son in the back seat, and he's like, "Daddy, Daddy," I go, "Not now, Joey's on, Joey's on." <laughs> Hey, I appreciate that. You know, Randy Carricker, uh, something he told me, I, I think I said something rather inappropriate on a hit once, or maybe it was during a game. I think I was, I think I was telling the fans or enlightening them rather about why men have nipples. It was my first year on the broadcast. That's not inappropriate. I wasn't really, That's just learning. Yeah. Listen, I, uh, I, I've had no experience coming in this job. And, and in some ways, I think it kind of trips me up a little bit. I just on the, on the couch with my buddy talking, talking blues hockey with Chris Kerber. And, and sometimes it gives away from me. And I talked to, talked to Randy character about it one day and he, he said something I'll never forget. He says the best kind of radio, the best kind of sports talk is always where 
the parents in the front seat are laughing and the kids in the back seat are asking you what's so funny. So <laughs> I try to walk that line. I try to walk that line as best as I can. Uh, of course, I overstep it. And if I'm not being dragged into the HR office at least once a month, to me, guys, I'm not doing my job. Thanks for using that example. Now I'm looking down at my nipples here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, don't, you don't need them, JR. Just I'll save you, I'll save you the, um, the long story, but at the end of the day, you don't need them. We're talking to Joey Vitale, the one and only blues analyst for 101 ESPN. All right, Joey, the big the big story coming off of last night, hockey related, is of course the power play. Three for three in that one. They got their first power play goal in their last five games, the game prior to that against Anaheim. What have you seen that's changed from them? Is there is there a tactical change? Is there something specifically that you've noticed, or are they just playing better? They're playing more direct. They're playing a more direct power play. They're not, they're not setting it up. They're not waiting for that perfect play. They're not trying to do – the problem is, guys, uh, a lot of these players, including fans, we look at the highlights. Highlights are everywhere. They're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. You, you can't get away from them. And what do we see? We see uh, Austin Matthews from Tavares that goes back door to Mitch Martin and bam, under the bar. And everyone's like, oh, my God, what, what a goal. So these players, a lot of times, they can get tripped up in the sense that they want to make those pretty plays on the power play just like that because that's what's fun, right? Everyone wants to go underneath the bar. I coach hockey here in Kirkwood, and I see all these kids, and they're missing the net like crazy. They're shooting a foot over the net because everyone wants to go under the bar and down. I say, hey, listen to me. Shoot low blocker. Keep it on the ice. Every goal. No one asks how they go in. Put them in there. It's more of a struggle for the goaltender to shoot them when you shoot low than you shoot high. So it can kind of really get in the heads of even the professional athletes where they see all these incredible power play goals kind of being moved around the entire league. So the point is, on the power play, they try to really try to get a little too fancy. They try to make that perfect play. And for a while, I think that's what the St. Louis Blues were doing. Now look at, the, now look at all those goals last night. Everything, everyone was direct. You look at Braden Shen. Quick face-off win, get into number 10, bam, it's in the net, right? You have David Prong, top of the key. You see Sonny in front of the net, drop it down to Sonny. Nice little quick wraparound, and boom, again, you're right there to the case. Zach Sanford. It's Jordan Cairo being direct, being almost like a hard-nosed five-on-five play. That wasn't necessarily a, a, a power play move that Jordan Cairo made. How often do you see a player drive the net on a power play? Hardly ever. But to me, it's, again, it's direct, getting pucks and bodies to the net. If you do that, you're going to have success. And to me, that's what the Blues are certainly starting to do on that power play. Joey, I remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Blues had two power play goals in one game, maybe one the next. Back-to-back games where they had power play goals, and everybody asked, you know, is that going to get some traction? Are they going to take off from here? And I said, you know, I'd be careful saying that. you got to see it, you know, continued stretch. Three goals last night. Do they get traction from this? I think so. Yeah, I think they can definitely build momentum off of it. But, again, it's always you got to be a keep, you got to keep evolving. You can't just be steady. Now, now L.A. is going to take the pre-scout. I mean, it's, there's no secrets anymore in this league. L.A. and Tom McClellan, his entire group, is going to be looking at exactly what happened. And if you're the scouts and if you're the assistant coaches for the L.A. Kings, you're going to say the Blues team's direct. If they win the faceoff within two passes, they're shooting at the net. So if they win it, we got to be in shot lanes. we got to have our assignments right away. we got to take away the shot angle. So, again, if they keep doing the same thing they did a couple nights ago, then I'm telling you right now the L.A. Kings are probably going to stop them. So it's the ever-evolution, it's the ever-evolving of how you can make a power play work by simply you have to keep changing and keep reading what you're given because, again, once you have something in down, uh, other teams are going to try to figure that out. So there could be maybe more low plays that are going to be available. Maybe there's more point shots from the outside with two guys in front. So things like that to keep, to keep your opponents guessing really is going to be the biggest thing. We're talking to Joey Vitale here on 101 ESPN. Joey, one of the guys that stood out last night, another good game for him. It was Zach Sanford. We talked with Doug Armstrong earlier today, asking him basically, how do you get this consistently 
out of a guy like Sanford? Because we saw it last year, 16 goals in 58 games. He's got the skills to be able to be that kind of a producer. What have you seen from him lately that has worked for him, and how do they get that consistently in your opinion? Well, I mean, it's a good question, BK. And the one thing about Zach Sanford, it's, he's, a, he's a funny player, right? He's, he, he can really blow you away and take over an entire game. And then there are times that maybe he gets a little dopey and he gets a little sloppy with the puck and he turns it over, and he'd be the first one to tell you that's a bad turnover and it ends up in the back of your net. You know, there are moments in games where he gets knocked off the puck and he gets knocked down and he kind of reminds you of Woody, the, the, the toy Woody from Toy Story, where his arms and his legs and his limbs are kind of flying everywhere <laughs> saying, oh, there's a snake in my boot. You know what I mean? But, but at the same time, the next shift will go out there and do something like miraculous with the puck. Uh, one thing that is uh, very different about his game, I will say that not a lot of other players have, is his ability, and I, I got to be careful how I say this because I got in trouble with this in the past. Uh, he, he works both his hands very close to the top of his stick. Not his knob. The top, Not the, the knob. top of his stick. And I, I don't know how else to say stick. it. But he has stick. His hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His hands are close together where he can really have a very, very far reach because he's already a tall guy. He's got very long arms. So his ability for his hands to be so close to the top, for him to really reach out with the puck, it really can be elusive and really hard to defend if you're a defender. When he's doing that, he's at his absolute very best. So I, I see that number one. And number two, I think he's playing more hard-nosed hockey. I think that I think that Arizona series kind of wakes him up a little bit. I think he had a couple turnovers in, in particular in that series that ended up back in the Blues' net. I think he was probably a little embarrassed of it, probably a little shameful of it. A couple of the games, the Blues ended up not even winning. So I think it really brought a lot to the attention of Zach Sanford saying, I got to be better with the puck, and I got to be way more responsible than I'm being right now because I'm hurting my team. So I think he took it on the chin. I think he took responsibility for it. And ever since then, Guys, he's been lights out. He's moving his feet. He's going to the net. A couple of the goals he's had, he's a net front presence right in front of uh, whatever the goalie is, a nice little tip play. He's driving the net. He's getting those hard areas. And, and right now, Zach can keep dropping that shoulder, getting those tough areas. That's where he's going to make his money because uh, right there, he's, when he's on the perimeter and he's, ta- and he's taking too long and he's not driving, he's not moving his feet, that's when he's an average hockey player. But when he moves his feet and he gets his body to that net and he can work his hands the way he does, that magic kind of way in front of the cage, he can be uh, he can be an incredible player. That's what we've been seeing over the last three to four games. All right, Jer- Joey Romo. Uh, this question doesn't need a setup. I know you know the answer. I'm just going to ask it. When's Tarasenko playing? Uh, tomorrow. Wow. Do we have the breaking news sound? Nah, right here? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, Are I you though? Are you though? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's like it's like that movie. Uh, was it Austin Powers Gold Member when uh, that big uh, I think it was Fat Bastard like farted and then. Uh, He's like, did you just soil yourself? And he's like, maybe. <laughs> you remember that scene? I feel like saying, maybe. I don't know. No, uh, do I think Vlad's going to play on this road trip? I do. I think he's going to play on this road trip. I don't know if it will be tomorrow. Uh, to me, I kind of like San Jose. He's, he's had a lot of success in that building. Uh, I think it's a team that could be had on the back end. I think L.A. is a quick team. It's a fast team. It's a very physical team as well. So I don't know if you throw him necessarily right there. But to me, it's either San Jose or, or maybe one of these games when they come back home for the Vegas Golden Knights, but he's ready. I know he's ready. I know they're kind of waiting for that right moment. He's been working with Steve Ott. They've been kind of tugging and pulling and pulling and tugging in, in the morning skates, and he's been kind of ripping his arm up and down, left and right. Laddie's smiling. Steve Ott can't catch a breath. He's about to have a heart attack. So it's really <laughs> fun to watch. It's, it's really fun to watch, but at the same time, I think he is ready. It's just about taking a measured step. There's, there's a lot that goes into ret- having these players return. You want to have a player return when you know they're going to have success. I remember when Sidney Crosby was off for over a year with all his head concussions and his problems uh, without him. Shout out, Sid. I would have never gotten an opportunity uh, in the NHL because of all the injuries they had. When he came back, 
he was ready for about three or four weeks. He was ready to go. But it was really about a coaching decision. When are we going to get him in when he's going to have success? Because you want him to come back and have a lot of confidence. So what do they do? They waited for a home game against the team. He absolutely shreds apart in the New York Islanders. The home game against the Islanders, I'll never forget it. Saturday night, I'm out there for warm-ups doing my thing. Of course, I'm healthy scratch. And then he goes out there and puts up four points in the rest of history. So you got to got to take this thing measured. There's more into it than just being healthy. You want to make sure you're putting him out there in a situation, in a building where he's had a lot of success and going up against a defensive group that he can have a lot of success against, which, again, if you can have a final change, maybe you wait for the Vegas series when they come back home where you can kind of maybe, maybe put them in a better situation. But I think it will be soon. And, and right now, I, the, Blue, the Blues can certainly use a little bit of a boost and a little bit of energy and some more scoring as well. So I'm excited for seeing number 91 back out there. He's Joey Vitale, Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. Joey, we have about one minute left here. What's something interesting you've learned recently? Oh, my God, dude, you just hit me You just hit me right on the spot with that right there. Jeez Louise. Uh, Joey, you've learned like a million things in the last week. Pick one of them that you think's interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Or, or you can share another life hack like you did last night. Either way. Yeah, well, life, well the life hack about the onions, that, that one will actually work. I, I will say that. How about this, guys? Sunflowers. You know what sunflowers? You know those big sunflowers? Yeah. Can you believe this? Why, why do you think they're called sunflowers? I would have, I assumed that it was because they came from sunflowers. Wrong. Everyone thinks they're sunflowers because they look like the sun. Because they got the little the, the yellow and it kind of appears like a sun. These freaking flowers always face the sun. As the sun moves, they turn. They turn really? and face the sun the entire day. The entire day. You wonder why these things have survived evolution. It's absolutely <laughs> insane, of course, because of course you face the sun. It's all a good thing. And we got a lot of sunlight right now. So I like the sun, sunflowers are really going to be booming. I don't know about you guys, but I'm walking around Kirkwood right now. I'm starting to see these wild, wild tulips starting to sprout. To me, uh, to me, life's good again, guys. We're going to be all right. We survived this January, February tug, and uh, I'm looking forward to some nice sun, some nice weather. I heard the Cardinals are going to put some fans back in the building. The Blues attendance keeps going up. Life's going to be all right, guys. You mark my words. I'll be Joey Romo, and I'll call that one. Joey Romo. Hey, we got to ask you one more. Andy Strickland, our good buddy, tweeted that they got to give Anaheim's Trevor Zegras a better number than 46. You wore 46. What's your response? Bruce. Bruce on Andy's part. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How about how about Roman Polak? Would he say it to Roman Polak's face? He would never say it to my face. I wouldn't open would that door. It? Would he say it to Krejci's face? No way. Guy might be in the Hall of Fame one day. There's some outstanding 46 numbers, and I was the, I, I was the trailblazer. I was the pioneer. It was a camp number. They gave it to me. I didn't have a choice. But then it was Krejci, and then it was Polak, and then we, of course, Zegras. I bet he sticks with it. And uh, what, what a remarkable player he's been. And, uh, boy, he almost pulled off that Michigan the other night. And, and kudos to Billy Huso for reading that. That must have been in the scout report. He's got his blocker out there. But he's a fun player to watch. And, unfortunately, for the Anaheim Ducks, he's, he's about the only player to watch <laughs> right now. So uh, that's just the way things are going in Anaheim, unfortunately. But uh, it's been a lot of fun, boys, and always a pleasure. And, and boy, you, you got a treat. You spend the next couple hours with JR today, BK. You got a made in the shade, buddy. He's a true pro's pro. It's it's the best, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us, Joey. All the best. We'll talk with you again tomorrow night for Blues versus Kings. Pre-game starting at 7. Thanks, boys. Anytime. Absolutely. That's Joey Vitale, one of the best in the business, the best in the business for my money here on 101 ESPN. He's an energy drink. He really is. I remember going on the road with Panger when he first uh, joined the Blues broadcast crew, and it was like, I was like, do they put Red Bull in your veins? <laughs> <laughs> like, He's incredible. And the other thing is, like, he just... 
he knows everything. Like everything. everybody's got a friend like this, right? Where you go to them and they just they seem to know everything about everything. That's Joey Vitale. Yeah. Like he he just you can ask him about uh you know why stoplights why it is red, yellow, and green that they went with. And he'd be like, oh, you know, back in 1865, right. he'd come up with the exact story. It's, it's amazing. And I am totally not kidding. My son will say, hey, Daddy, I'm bleeding. And I'm saying, not now. He's talking about sunflowers. <laughs> it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. With Jeremy Rutherford and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Coming up next, we'll dive into the junk drawer, and I will play you the greatest thing that I heard on the broadcast last night. Yeah, it was something Joey Vitale taught me. Coming up next on 101 ESPN.